You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions, everybody, in the Locked On Podcast Network. Good evening, Matt Derry, with you on a Tuesday, May 31st, and a Wednesday, June the 1st. What's happening, everybody? Thanks for listening, making us your first listen each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network coming up on the show today. Um, a lot of hype sur- uh, surrounding a certain golf match that is going to take place tomorrow. I saw some Vegas odds about it. What does this have to do with the Lions? I will explain coming up momentarily on the show. Plus, Pro Football Focus, they doubled down. They said that Frank Ragnow is an elite center. We mentioned that yesterday. Today, uh, they're a top five offensive line. We will explain coming up. Lions have also signed a defensive lineman. Once again, Brad Holmes collecting DNs slash D tackles. We will explain and also... How that affects the kicking situation, because the team had to make a move today to add to their roster. All of that coming up on the program. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked on Lions on Twitter, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, and on YouTube. Hopefully tomorrow, this show will also be on YouTube. Locked on Lions on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. You'll be able to get video of the show every day. I think tomorrow's show will be on YouTube. We shall see. We're working on it right now, but thanks for listening and, again, making us your first listen each and every day. All right. Four big names in the NFL Wednesday in Vegas will be playing in the match uh, on TNT. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And today, uh, our friends at betonline.ag put out some odds. Rodgers and Brady, minus 175 to beat Mahomes and Allen, who are plus 155. Team to win the first hole. What will happen first? Which team will record the first birdie? All sorts of things. And it got me to thinking. You know, this is a pretty cool event if you like golf. If you're into the NFL, you get to see these guys, and they're mic'd up, and they're having a good time. And Charles Barkley will probably chime in. And, you know, it's the night before the game one of the NBA Finals, so it's something to watch tomorrow night if you're not watching the Tiger game and all those good things. But I started to think about something with the Lions. You know, here's Aaron Rodgers out in Vegas playing in the match once again. TNT, a little golf match, having some fun, showing off his his long hair once again. And, you know, what's going on right now around the NFL is OTAs. You know, teams are are, are undergoing and, and going through voluntary, not mandatory, voluntary organized team activities. And look, Aaron Rodgers has been an MVP. He's putting up MVP-type numbers. The Packers win the division every year. But we've been, you know, kind of highlighting on the show lately some prognosticators that have gone as far as to say, hey, watch out for the Detroit Lions in the NFC North. You know, Warren Sharp saying, if you're going to put some money down on a long shot, maybe it's Detroit. And I've laughed and I've said, look, 
I think the Lions are going to be better this year. The schedule's easier. The roster's definitely better. The coaching staff is all back. But I'm not ready to crown this team, nor do I think they are going to be anything close to Green Bay. Not when the Packers still have elite players on both sides of the ball on offense and defense. And they've got Aaron Rodgers, who the Lions, in big spots when they've needed it, they can't beat him. But it got me thinking about this golf match. Like, well, what's Aaron Rodgers doing? You know, he loves the attention. He's a total prima donna and a diva. But what's he? why is he not at OTAs for Green Bay? The Lions' attendance has been great for OTAs. The Lions have new weapons that Jared Goff needs to be working out with, needs to be getting warm and getting comfortable with. Timing. You know, DJ Chark and, you know, Josh Reynolds is back for another year and eventually Jamison Williams and, you know, a couple of rookie tight ends that he could be working with, getting the timing down. Well, what about in Green Bay where... Sammy Watkins has been added. Christian Watson has been added. They added another wide receiver in the draft. Uh, They no longer have Devontae Adams. They no longer have MVS. And Aaron Rodgers, instead of working with his guys at OTAs, getting his timing down, he's not there. Now, again, it's not mandatory. When there's mandatory minicamp, Rodgers will be there. You'd figure. He's got a new contract with Green Bay, all those things. But, you know, for a guy that bowed out in the first round this last year, he's out playing golf. The big golf match, the match on TNT. Except he's not with his teammates. You know, there's all this talk about, oh, Christian Watson's going to be the next Devontae Adams. Well, he's not getting in any work with his number one quarterback while he's playing golf. Does that mean the Lions are winning the division? No. But there is something to say about attendance, the key players on the Lions all being there, getting work in, getting their timing down, and that to me is a plus for Detroit. Do I still think Aaron Rodgers is as good a quarterback as there is in the league? Of course. But, you know, I I think it's a bad look for the, for, for, for Rodgers. I know he can probably roll in there in August and be just fine, or July and be just fine at training camp. But, you know, he's playing golf. He's on TNT. He's going to be on the match, playing with Tom Brady, who, by the way, today Fox made it official that Greg Olson is going to be the number one analyst for this year with Kevin Burkhart until boring Tom Brady shows up in the booth. Um. I feel bad for Greg Olson. He's worked his way up. He's going to be the number one guy. He's going to call the Super Bowl this year with Kevin Burkhart, and then they're going to bump him back down as soon as uh, Tom Brady shows up. Tom Brady's the best quarterback to ever play and and everything else. But $37 million for a guy that I don't think is is a great talker. Um, I think a little bit boring at times. Certainly not Peyton Manning on the microphone. Uh, but the, that, I'm, that's neither here nor there. All right. Uh, coming up next... A little O-line talk. Lions getting love again, again, with their offensive line. But first, Locked on Lions brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure pointless long lines talking to that guy or gal behind the counter? You don't want to do that. You've got a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
you go to the website and you order what you need right now. Why? Save time and save money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are also reliably low for every customer. They get everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Seriously, folks, it's the best. Get your auto parts there at rockauto.com. Go to the website right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, and right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, lively low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so our good buddy Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus. We've had him on the show before. We had him on leading up to the draft. They usually start right about now with ranking all of the units, O-line, D-line, linebackers, safeties, uh, secondaries, all across the NFL at Pro Football Focus. And they gave you a little teaser the other day on Twitter, at PFF, from Mike Renner. Top five offensive lines. Now, last year, Pro Football Focus ranked the Lions 13th in the NFL in offensive line, uh, even with Taylor Decker missing half the season and Frank Ragnow missing three quarters of the season. Where does Renner have the Lions now? Well, like I said, top five, they're there. Top five offensive lines, according to Mike Renner at PFF, Number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. And their O-line is, is, has been good for years, led by Jason Kelsey. Number two, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, studs across the offensive line, including Pro Bowler Joel Batonio, who many feel is the best guard in football. And you throw Jedrick Wills in there, Browns offensive line is really good. And when they need yards, if you remember the Lions-Browns game this year, when Cleveland wanted to ice it on that third down late, they ran behind their right side with Nick Chubb, and they got a first down on the game end. They actually got two first downs uh, on third down runs to ice the game. Number three, yes, your Detroit Lions. <laughs> wow. They go from 13 at the end of last season to number three this preseason. Now, again, no real explanation right now. The article should come out soon. But the Lions crack the top three, only behind Cleveland and Philadelphia. That's Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Halapulavati Vitae, and Panay Sewell. Following Detroit, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay. But a top three offensive line. How about that? And we talked about this yesterday. PFF said that Frank Ragnow was an elite center, the third best center in the entire league, um, only behind Corey Lindsley and, why am I drawing a blank, uh, Creed Humphrey of the Chiefs, Chargers, Lindsey, um, Creed Humphrey of the Chiefs, and then Frank Ragnow. Now, Jonah Jackson made the point, if you remember, at minicamp, um, I think it was in April, he said something like, hey, I think we can be the best offensive line in the league. But expectations for that group are extremely high, and now you've got national people saying this is a top three offensive line. Last year, Jackson made the Pro Bowl. Uh, 
Two years ago, Frank Ragnow made the Pro Bowl. Last year, Ragnow missed 12 games, 13 games, and, and Evan Brown stepped in and did a really nice job and now is back this year as a depth piece. Taylor Decker's been around a long time. Panay Sewell, of course, at right tackle. Everybody thinks is going to make a big jump in 2022. I guess the question is, should this scare you a little bit? I figured they'd be a top, I don't know, top eight, top seven O-line. I mean, Tampa Bay with Jensen and Marpe. I mean, they got, you know, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady rarely hits the ground. Green Bay's O-line just gets better every year, it seems like. seems like they plug and play so many different guys. But Detroit moving all the way up to number three tells you a lot about what PFF and Mike Renner think of, number one, Panay Sewell and his improvement. And number two, just the depth that is there. And last year we saw it. It was the first time in, what, dozens of years that the Lions actually had a running game that holes were opening, that everybody, you know, Craig Reynolds was having big games. Jamar Jefferson was running through the defense in in, in sleet and snow in Pittsburgh. You know, DeAndre Swift had some big games. Jamal Williams. Uh, And even with all the injuries at running back last year, even with all the injuries at offensive line, what Hank Fraley and that unit did to establish a running game with a passing game, by the way, that was one-dimensional, not throwing the ball downfield, and you had teams loading the box on Jared Goff and the Lions, yet the O-line stood tall, the run game was improved, and then in the second half of the season, Goff actually had some time uh, to throw the ball deep, and they stretched the field a little bit. You know, Thanksgiving Day, Josh Reynolds, the deep ball. Amon Ross St. Brown making plays. You could make the argument that this going into, that the, after the end of this season, the Lions could have three Pro Bowl offensive linemen. Now, that would be almost impossible based on voting and everything else, but Ragnall's been there and Jackson's been there. Jackson, of course, was an alternate last year and then played in the game. And Panay Sewell, many feel like, is going to be an all-pro or pro Bowl right tackle. So for as much as we hate on Bob Quinn, he actually drafted some decent offensive linemen. And now the O-line is coming together. And national folks are even starting to see it. That's exciting. That's where you win. Yes, Jared Goff has got to be a lot better. He, he, he can't have games like he had last year with Pittsburgh or, or the fumbling at the start of the season. The game against Philly, it's terrible. Got to be better. But you went up front. And if you can push teams back, and you can establish the run, which you know Dan Campbell wants to do. And you've got national folks talking about top three offensive line. That's pretty sweet. Now, again, that's one man's opinion. But at least they're in the right direction on that O-line. And you know this. Brad Holmes at the end of this season, 2022 going into 2023, a year from now wants me to be talking on Lockdown Lions about their top five or six D-line. He's trying to build that D-line. You could tell. So much so that he uh, picked up a defensive lineman today. We're going to tell you about that coming up next. All right, so 
Today, the Lions announce a couple of roster moves. First, they pick up former Falcons fourth-round pick John Kaminsky off of waivers. Kaminsky is a D-end slash defensive tackle. In the 2019 draft, the Falcons took him out of Charleston. He had um, an elite Raz score, for those of you who are into that stuff. Big guy, 6'5", 275, athletic, pass rusher, etc. And, you know, you figured he would be playing a lot for a bad team like Atlanta. And yet, after being drafted in 2019, played a lot in 2020 uh, with his now teammate again, Charles Harris. Um, And then was mostly a backup these last couple of years. Now, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire tweeted out tonight that uh, he talked to some people in Atlanta, and they said that John Kaminsky is uh, a Jelani, Jelani Tavai comparison, which was like, uh-oh. But a pretty good run defender, can play both inside and outside, and just did not work out in Atlanta and didn't have great numbers and everything else. But the Lions have added John Kaminsky to the roster, and let's see if he can live up to the form that he had when he was at Charleston. Now, again, that's a small school, and maybe getting to the NFL level, he just couldn't hack it in Atlanta. He's going to get another chance in Detroit. Keep an eye on this signing. Um, Falcons waved him last week, and so the Lions have picked him up. In a corresponding move, the Lions have released kicker Aldrich Rosas, which means now that the kicking competition is now down to two. If you remember last year, Rosas was a part of that group that was like eight or nine different kickers. The Lions kept trudging through. At the end of the season, the rookie from TCU, Riley Patterson, was tremendous. I thought he did a very good job. But Austin Seibert is healthy again, and there will be an open competition for the Lions kicking job. Rosas will not be a part of it. To me, I'd be stunned if Riley Patterson didn't win the job. Austin Seibert's had opportunities other places. Like Cincinnati and Cleveland, he was not bad in Detroit at the start of the year. Uh, When the Lions finally settled on him, then he got hurt. But I thought Patterson was really, really good. And so, um, you know, those two guys will battle it out in training camp. But I'd have to guess that Patterson will likely win the job. But again, it's another defensive lineman uh, that the Lions are adding to the mix with John Kaminsky. I mean, think about all of the DNs. I mean, we're talking Hutchinson, McNeil, Brockers, Harris, Okwara, Penasini, Onzerike, Julian Okwara, Kaminsky, Pascal, Austin Bryant, uh, Jay Sean Cornell, who hasn't really had an opportunity to play, James Houston, who they drafted in the sixth round. There is a logjam, a lot of defensive linemen, you know, some edge rushers on this on this team. And it's exactly what Brad Holmes wants. He wants rotational guys. He wants different looks each week. Um and adding Kaminsky is this another another big body to go with Onzerike, Brockers, Aleem McNeil. I guess he would take I guess you could say Kaminsky kind of is taking the spot of Nick Williams who's, you know, uh, no longer back or not coming back. 
So we'll see how that works out. But he's going to get a shot to uh, definitely make this team. But his first three years in the league with the Falcons, uh, after being a fourth-round pick, uh, just did not work out. Was not a guy that made a big enough impact to stick and stay on a team, quite honestly, uh, that it's going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. All right, that'll do it for us for a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks for listening, making us your first listen each and every day. Again, hop on YouTube tomorrow and subscribe. Or today, if you're listening, subscribe to the show. And I think we'll be on there tomorrow. So you'll get audio and video each and every day.